0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And
1: I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 53 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today we are talking about book promotions, to read or not to read. Basically, we're going to kind of unpack a lot of promotional actions, influences um, that kind of come along with book launches and tell whether we think that they are maybe effective or (laughs) whether that wouldn't make us pick up a book and read it. So could be fun, could be informative, (laughs) could be a disaster. (laughs) We'll see where this goes. Whatever happens. So we've just made a list of the commonly like Asked for kind of book promotion actions, and we're just going to kind of tick them off as we go. This is not in relation to any one person, item, team. <laughs> we author. just recalled
0: all the random things we've basically across.
1: today the day we're recording this is the launch day of all launch days. And there have been the so books. many books that has, have released today. And I am so like overwhelmed with keeping up with all of keep keeping, keeping up with all of the books that I've promoted today. So that's kind <laughs> of where, yeah, where this idea was born from, because we've been doing a lot of these things and it's been on, my mind in particular and Abby's humoring me. So
0: <laughs> I mean I was thinking about it too because we were discussing it. So it was yeah. on my mind as well.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm drowning in the mire of like book promotion and you're like treading water on the surface.
0: You're not well, quite I drowning. didn't sign up for some teams. Yeah that you signed up for <laughs> you're not quite so. drowning
1: <laughs> but you're treading the water.
0: <laughs> I am I'm in the water but I'm not like under it
1: oh okay do you do
0: you want to go first no you should throw, throw one at me uh, okay blog post
1: the run of the, the mill blog post I mean do we've been think, over this yeah, yeah I'm like do you think that this is essential to um book promoting do you think that it really like gets the book in the hand of readers could a blog post change your mind about whether to pick up a book or not how do you land
0: i mean i would have to read blog posts for that (laughs) i cannot tell you the last time i like legitimately read a blog post i used to be religious about it yeah like back in the day i had like all of my blogs and i would check them every day and read all the new posts and then somewhere along the way i ran out of time and i just stopped caring amen I will say, like, I got a comment today on one of mine Yeah. was like, "I'm gonna go read this book." Like, I gotta go get this awesome. book. Awesome. So, maybe got a reader,
1: somebody, it works for some,
0: I guess. Maybe we it can say it works for some. I will say, I think it. Like, I don't think it's as effective as it used to be. I do think it's an, the easiest form of like, as long as we don't have to in like embed anything. As long as you're just yes. asking for the review. I feel like that's like, the, I can do that. I can get that put up. I already have the review types for all the sites. Yeah. Slap it on the blog. I don't have a problem doing that one. It does not make me pick up or not pick up books, but I don't have a problem doing it. I agree.
1: Totally agree. I don't like it really, I use um, WordPress, which is, I mean, yours is user friendly. You've said too, but like mine is also like the platforms we use for the blogs <sighs> seem to be super easy, user-friendly. I do it on an app. It's even easier on the app than actually on the browser. Um, it's it's easy to like slap in the picture and copy and paste the description and throw your review up if you have it saved in notes. Like it doesn't take that long to do. So this isn't coming from a place of like, ugh, it's so obnoxious. Like I just don't think anyone reads my blog. I don't think people have time to read blogs I need to start doing it more, but I need to just put my review in my con like on my Instagram post. Yeah. Because honestly, that's probably a better a better platform to actually if you care about what I think about it, then you don't have to click over. But I don't mind doing it, but like you say, who's reading them? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. As a required, yeah, I'm like, as a required action, I don't know, like, it's not that big of a deal to do it, but I also know a lot of people that aren't allowed on launch teams because they don't have blogs, and I think that's utterly ridiculous because the blog isn't being as helpful as maybe someone who's even very dedicated to, like, posting and taking beautiful photos.
0: I agree. I feel like more and more, like, the blog is no longer a requirement, like, there's still some that like are og and they just like yeah require the blog but i feel like more and more like newer authors like they're kind of getting that blogs are not as popular and they're not requiring it as much
1: so. agreed all right you're up
0: okay we're just gonna go with quote graphics um, quote from the book in a graphic
1: i i I have mixed opinions about this because I've seen some (laughs) that have made me uh, want to read the book. Um, And I've seen some that have made me want to never read the book, but uh, I like making them when I have the time, but I like finding quotes that actually would like draw a reader in. So if I'm planning to make one or something sticks out in a book, I think you do this too. I either screenshot it or like mark the page, like the location and um, make a note of it (laughs) so that I can do that later. Because if you think that you're going to go back through, especially when we we don't get print books anymore, which is hilarious, like you're never going to find that quote again. So if you're going to do it, you need to be actively thinking of doing it while you're reading it. I don't think a lot of people do that. They do like first lines, which sometimes are great. Um, But then a lot of times they'll put it with like a really cringy background or they'll actually make a graphic that's not eye-catching. And I don't think that that does justice to the quote. So I'm also, (laughs) I don't know why, super against using like the stock ones that the authors send because everybody's using them and they're good for people who can't create them, but I don't want my feed to look like everyone else's feed because no one's going to look at that. So yeah. if I do them, I make them myself.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have a mixed opinion on them. I don't really make them just because I'm not like really into making graphics as a general rule. So I don't, I don't know if I've ever made one, honestly, um, except for when we um, redo some. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I yeah I they can either like be something that's like oh like I've had quote graphics be like oh I need to check out that book and then Mm -hmm. I've had other quote graphics where I'm like why is that the quote you chose like some people choose some weird quotes and I'm like I I feel weird now like maybe if I was reading the book and that was just part of a scene it would make sense and I'd have context and it'd be fine but like sometimes like there was one I saw the other day and I was just like ew (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what it was I just remember being like I feel icky and I don't want to read that book
1: I don't really like it when they use like a really like romantic or like kissing (sighs) moment as a like a graphic because you don't know the characters. You don't really know the context of the setting. And sometimes it's kind of like cringy. Like you're some weird like pervy person like spying on this private moment that you know nothing about. It's kind of weird.
0: It's like when you watch like an episode of a show out of context that's like really like serial and you're like, it, just, <laughs> it seems weird. And like kind of, you're just sort of like, what is even happening? I don't get it. So they I feel like they have their place I don't like like I said I don't really make them but and also with the 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 background you choose makes a difference Uh like I don't need a random picture of like a swing set that has nothing to do with the book yeah (laughs) like just do like a kind of neutral background like yeah have like stuff to it but like not a picture like an actual background If there's
1: a picture that's like a fading, like it needs to have something to do with the book or yeah. the quotes. And if you can't make that happen, then you just need to do something that won't detract from the quote. Yes. That's my thoughts. Okay. I mean, I'm not a graphic designer, but I do make graphics more often. Make good
0: ones. Your ones are good. I, I'm
1: I try, like- but I, I try because like, I like them to look the way I want them to. So yeah. I spend way too much time making them so I can't do it very often because it's just it's like okay you've just spent two hours making a quote graphic that's really (laughs) cool okay um countdowns
0: hate them Ooh. I get so annoyed when it's like okay I will let the author do a countdown (laughs) I am here like the author can have the countdown when I see countdowns on other people's or like if they have like they give you the graphic every day like five more days four more days yeah that's what I
1: was gonna ask are you talking about countdowns as like every day they're posting like five more days or like last night I posted there was like three hours till midnight a countdown for like a book that was releasing, but I wasn't gonna do it like five days ahead. I waited until it was like a few hours.
0: That's acceptable. It's like when it's just like constantly in your face that they're sharing it. Like I start to get annoyed with the book, whether or not I've read it. It's even worse if it's a book that you read and didn't like, and then you're like, stop putting this in my face. <laughs> so yeah, not not for me personally. <laughs>
1: I think I don't mind the countdown when it's like counting down to something within like a day's time. Mm -hmm. I don't like a countdown when it's the same graphic Mm
0: -hmm. that you're
1: supposed to post every day, but the number changes because my brain just shuts off when I see it because I saw it yesterday. So um, I don't know that those are as helpful as, you know, not especially if you're posting it in your actual like feed and not on a story and it stays in your feed and then your whole feed looks the same there's just a number that's changing
0: that's obnoxious I, I agree and especially like sometimes like when I'll like oh click on somebody's put like page to go like check them out and when I see like a bunch of the same pictures like things like that I like immediately click off and I'm like I'm not following that like, I don't all want to see that all the time. Like if they all the, all the time.
1: time that's all you'd see. And you'd just be scrolling past it. So why follow them? Exactly. Like, Ugh.
0: not here for the countdowns. Um, okay. How about taking a photo with the book? Like, posting a picture of you <laughs> holding the book. Which, I feel like with more back when we got more physical copies. Because yeah. here's me and my Kindle. Doesn't or, really ring the same. Here's me
1: holding air. Because you don't send me books anymore. Um, i am of two minds i don't like doing it and i i don't mind showing my face like in stories and stuff but like i'm not my bookstagram is not really for my face except for Mm. me talking in stories is for the books so i am not one who's going to post on my feed a picture of me with a book but people will tell you that like when you see someone's face as you're scrolling along more often than not, if there's like, like if I see Abby and you're smiling, like I'll stop as opposed to just scrolling past. So Hmm. while I don't like doing it, I think that there might be something to be said for at least me stopping and seeing like what's going on because I saw your face as opposed to like I just post flat lays and some people are probably bored to tears by it. So I I think it has merit, but I'm not going to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't thought about that. Like I don't know if i if like that is something like if I see someone's face if I actually like stop scrolling um But yeah, I'm not a fan of doing it. Like, it feels awkward. There's no, like, cute way to take the picture. I feel like in, like, instead of doing that, I, like, I post an unboxing in my stories. And that's what you get. Like, I'm not going to hold it up in front of my face. But I will like, I feel like that's, like, on par with, like, the same amount of, like, I agree. Influence. So, I'll do an unboxing, but I'm not going to post a picture of me holding the book on my feed. I think that it.
1: that's a good trade because I do think that it doesn't honestly sometimes matter what it is. People really love watching people open mail. That's true.
0: I and love watching people open mail. You
1: want to know what's coming out of a box, out of an envelope, out of a package of any kind. And even if I, I'm like, oh, Abby's just got a copy of The Mobster's Daughter, like I knew you were getting that. I still watched you open it because I wanted to know what was in there. And I might like click through after I see that's what you got. If I don't want to listen to you talk about it or what have you, yeah. but I still watched you open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's... I would say I can see the merit behind holding the photo, holding the picture but I also think it could be an even trade if not more so of opening mail. that's my thoughts. okay um we kind of just talked about this like story shares um I guess that that could encompass they're they're always like share to stories unboxings photos of you holding your book um (laughs) just photos of the book graphics or whatever obviously I think (laughs) that we know that this is like the bread and butter of Instagram right now
0: yeah, would, I am. most you know,
1: people watch stories more than feeds
0: yeah and I'm always more willing to do stuff in my stories because it goes away yes so like if you want me to share about something like I've had people be like will you share about this and I'm like I'll share in my stories but I'm not posting it on my feed like I do not like posting stock anything on my feed like I don't like posting like pre-made graphics I do not like posting like cover reveal graph like I just I don't want anything that looks uniform to everything else Every anyone else is posting. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't like to do it. But, like, I don't care if it's in my stories. It goes away after a day. So, depending on what it is, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I do feel like a lot of times, like, if they're the graphic type things, when I'm looking through, in, like, stories, I'll probably skip through a little, especially if someone posts a lot of them. And I'm yeah. just like, but, 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 but but like you said it is the kind of more medium that's like more used nowadays more people like actually check their stories than they check their feed
1: I think too like what you're saying like with the just clicking through if it's just graphics or whatever for your stories to be more effective than not I think I'm no expert on social media so like don't come at me, but like from what I can tell based on my limited knowledge and minimal followers, <laughs> um, it helps if you aren't just posting things all the time. Like if you get on there and like, you'll do opening packages, candle videos, like talk about a book you're reading random things, but just like sharing a little bit about Abby throughout your day, a couple times a week, like intermix that a little bit in with whatever you're kind of maybe obligated to post so that like when they check it they're not just getting kind of the boring same whatever there's something to actually like spark their interest and then maybe they're not just going to click through the graphics all the time because you're talking about this great book that you read right before you went to bed and then there's a graphic and then you post a picture of what I'm reading now. Like, you know, it's, it's not as easy to click through that kind of stuff. Whereas if you're just posting like still photos and graphics all the time, like, sorry, yeah. I fell
0: asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually I'll say like, when I see someone's face and see them talking on stories, like I'm more likely to stop and be like, oh, what are we talking about? And then I might click through if it's something I don't care about. Yeah, I'm still gonna like stop and see what it is we're discussing. Truth, yeah okay um i don't feel like a lot of people ask for this but i feel like it's like a big promotion thing right now and i kind of discussed my opinion on it but um aesthetic reels you hate them i, don't I hate know them why. so much i don't, I don't know, know why i like them angry <laughs> like, i've gotten to the point of anger with them now like i see one it's so and funny. i end up with, and like ugh and like swipe away like just I'm over it. I'm and not a visual reader,
1: that. so aesthetic reels are nice for me.
0: But I don't want to be told what I'm supposed to see.
1: I don't look, I mean, I can see where you would be coming from with that. So I'm not discounting it at all. But to me, because I have no no thought in my brain and couldn't come up with it on my own, I don't mind being given
0: what I'm supposed to see. I mean, that makes sense, but I just I feel like often too like I am such a like black and white type person that like if it's not 100% accurate to like like I know it's supposed to be an aesthetic but like I think like you shouldn't have anything in there that's not actually 100% accurate to what's in the book and then I just start getting like that's not actually what and then I'm out so I think that's where it started where like I was like whatever and I was like watching them and then I was like no I uh," and then I just started to be like no I'm out 100% I don't like these make them stop but they just keep getting more and more and more popular and everyone's like going and making like ones for their backlogs of books and I'm like please stop (laughs) it's irrational I I know it is I mean
1: yes because I think as a promotional tool it could be a good way to draw in even someone who's not an avid reader because you're visually captivating them by bringing the story to life before they've opened the book, which in our society, everyone's like, give it to me now and show me how to, you know, they don't take time to read necessarily or what have you. And they want everything like super fast. So like, I do think that it hits a market that possibly could convince some non-readers even to pick up a book because it's speaking their language.
0: I mean, that makes sense. And like, I get that people like them and their thing, but... it's fine. You don't have they to... They have their point and I... I, I just You're not making you
1: pick up a book.
0: No, they're not. <laughs> Mostly because <laughs> I don't watch them, so it couldn't make a difference. All I see is like the cover, and they start flipping pages, and I'm out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about this? Is one that's on a lot of forums that I never, ever have, and probably never will do. Um, pinning the book or things about the book to your Pinterest board.
0: Never have, <laughs> never will. Don't I don't I don't use Pinterest that way. No, like. I, I don't I'm not one of those like I'm gonna just scroll through my Pinterest feed like I go on Pinterest with this specific thing I'm looking for yeah. typically nine times out of ten it's a recipe yeah. or a crochet pattern those <laughs> are the only two things I'm there for and so it's like I don't even have a board for books I don't like feel like I, I no, no, no I think I do I think I do back when I like very first started my Pinterest account, but I don't think I've added a book since like, are we even friends on Pinterest? I think I followed you because I was getting your instant pot recipes. I think just, just recently, you were like, Oh, I saw that you followed me. So I'm like, this is how little I value
1: Pinterest. I get on there and I search recipes and I'm not even the kind of person who is a good person enough to pin the recipes. I find what I need and I get out. I'm not even pinning yeah. your stuff. And then I
0: get mad that I didn't pin it. I, I know. It later, I'm like, that was really good.
1: I need to go find that. And
0: then I'm like, oh, no, I, I gotta it. find Actually, the photo
1: it. again. It's not this picture of pasta. It's that picture of pasta. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't, and I don't think anyone like goes to Pinterest for book stuff. No. Like, I just no
1: it should not be on the list in my opinion that is just silly I
0: mean honestly we could just do it and like get another check mark on the team without having to do much but I just um, like fundamentally think it's stupid and so I
1: don't do it I think it's annoying too because most of the time I use my phone for stuff and if it's not signed in properly, like when it goes to navigate the pin over to your, yeah. you know, like Pinterest, like there's always, it gets lost in the shuffle and then it wants you to sign in. And that inevitably never works well because like you haven't signed in in five years. And then by the time you get signed in, you've lost the pin. So you have to go, It it's, this is no, no, no. thanks.
0: We're out on Pinterest. Yeah. Okay um when they send you a prop to take a foot, like if you're on a team and they send you a prop, whether it's just like a prop to have with like a flat lay, whether it's something to like put on and take a picture with just a prop of any sort.
1: (laughs) I Think it really depends on the prop sometimes. I think it can be cute, but more often than not, um, it, I, it's not gonna go with how I do like my promotional photo of the book. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so unless, like I've had a few people maybe send a box of like influencer items that you're supposed to use to take a photo like that's an influencer photo that I can understand but like it's a little hard for me to like work props in because a lot of times they don't necessarily reflect the shall we say aesthetic we're using that word (laughs) a lot of what I'm going for with my flat lay.
0: I agree I feel like most of the time I'm out on them just because like on one hand I'm like well how many other people got the same prop and how many other people are going to use this so it's like your pictures are going to get lost (laughs) in the shuffle like everyone sees the same thing I like I've gotten several things and I could probably count on one hand the things I've used and I usually alter them in some way to make them different like we got something like a printout for Jocelyn Green's one book and I totally like ripped the paper I burnt the paper some like I was like I'm making this before I use it first was Um, actually like
1: honestly that package was one of the better ones if I remember correctly the little like um she sent some like tissue paper cutouts that you could like like, like, sprinkle on like a photo board or something and then she sent like that paper that you're talking about that you found a way to use So I'm like, if you send stuff like that, I think Danny Petri sent some confetti type stuff that matched the book cover and like use it or don't use it. At least it matched the cover um, yeah. and it was possible to use it. So I think you just have to choose them wisely if you expect them to be used in photographs. Agreed. That's like, I can also talk about the 500,000 empty popcorn bags that I got.
0: <laughs> We're not bringing up that subject again. Uh, that will never end popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> One day you're just going to get like a 50 gallon bag of popcorn and they'll be like, I'm sorry, here's your popcorn, stop bringing it <laughs>
1: If only I was that important that someone would just send me popcorn in the mail. That would be <laughs> fabulous. Oh, was it okay? Maybe it's my turn. <laughs> I went on a popcorn tangent. Um, Goodreads list. Goodreads listopia. I don't even know what those words mean, but they always
0: ask, and I'm like, sure, right, though, it's my Goodreads. I don't add books to any lists on Goodreads. I don't like, now again, I, when I was in the start of things and Goodreads was like my main form of social media because my parents wouldn't let me have actual social media. (laughs) I was on there all the live long day and I was like voting on lists and all the things, but like not anymore. I, I can't remember the last time. I think, the last time I went to like a list was I was looking for a specific thing and I needed to like find similar things mm-hmm. so I went to a list first I don't even remember what it was I just remember scrolling through a list but like I don't think that helps with the promotion of a book at all like it shouldn't be an It's action.
1: just like yeah I think it's just a a tool probably so that your book has visibility in case someone gets on said list and is looking like you were for something similar or something in a certain category. If so many people add it to this kind of category, it's there and it's visible. But yeah. I don't think a lot of readers utilize good reads like that. I think that there you might get some random readers who discover you But then I think you fall into the trap of like these random people finding you on a Goodreads list, requesting your book in some form or fashion or reading it, and then leaving you a crappy review when they find out inadvertently, this is Christian fiction. I hate (laughs) God. Why did they mention God so much? Two stars. And you're like, well, how did you not know? Well, they probably found you on some random list and don't know who you are. So I think that that could backfire, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I don't
0: love it. No, I'm not here for it. Okay. The last thing I have that I thought of was like, I don't think they make you do it quite as much, as much as like the authors will make them, but like endorsement graphics or like snippet of reviews, mm-hmm. like on a graphic your take on that (laughs)
1: um I don't care about seeing other author endorsements because I unless it's like people that I feel like I know because like they're not going to say anything bad yeah so like it's always positive is it really your honest opinion Maybe, but do I know that it's not? No, because we all do it. We all bump stuff up stars. If you're an author and you've committed to an endorsement, you're giving a good endorsement. No matter how you have to twist the words to be complimentary, you're doing it and you're an author. So you know how to do it well. Um, (laughs) So that doesn't sway my opinion of the book. I don't mind actually the like snippets of reviews because I think that that possibly could lend a little bit more credibility to whether I might read something or not. Um, Of course, they're only picking them from like five-star reviews and usually they only post it um... if it's like publishers weekly or something like that. So it's not just like, I mean, I've seen some authors that will just literally troll goodreads or amazon and pick a review that they don't know the person and they're they just like had a positive review and they post a snippet of it um i think the fear would be that someone would like pick a snippet of mine and it would be a review that wasn't good or something i don't know <laughs> yeah. i don't, I don't think know
0: that's like, yeah i think i'm kind of in the same camp where i like I I don't really pay any attention to them. They don't bother me because, like I said, usually it's just the author themselves sharing it. So it's not like you're inundated with them. And it's just like, I mean, I will say sometimes, like, if it's like a new author and I see like an endorsement, like, I don't know. I feel like we can, you can kind of tell. It's almost like sometimes with our reviews, people can be like, I thought you could tell you really didn't like that, even though you said nice words. (laughs) But like, I feel like sometimes you can tell when it's more genuine or not. And so like, if it's an author that like, I personally have some sort of like interaction with and like, I kind of trust their opinion, then it might be like, oh, well, I might look into it more because so-and-so endorsed it. It may not like actually make me read the book or not, but it might be like, I won't just blow past it. I might actually like check it out and see what the book is actually about. Um, you're
1: nicer than you. me i don't trust even the ones i love
0: see i i have i need i we need to talk to some authors and get answers on this because i'm curious how the process goes like do you just is it like when you sign up for a review and you're just obligated or do they be like hey can you read this and if you like it give an endorsement
1: mm-hmm. uh from the ones which i know it's different for indie authors but from the ones that jj has been asked to endorse you ask, he's just been asked if he will endorse it before he's read it. Mm. So I don't know how it works on the publishing side, but um, I also know a lot of our author friends have very limited reading time and talk about how limited their reading time is And I just can't see a lot of these authors like cover to cover pouring over books for endorsements. I'm not saying that they don't read them. I just question that every author that endorses a book has read it cover to cover.
0: And I feel like that should be a requirement. I let's, feel
1: like you let's should find only- a friend. Let's find a friend who'll be honest and have them on the podcast and dig this we, out.
0: We should, because I'm like, I feel like <clears throat> an endorsement is different than a review because you're actually like putting your names. Like, it's like, yes, I think this is good. So if you don't actually like, I I take issue with that. Okay, here's but. what I'm
1: going to boldly say. I think that they're asked by the author or the publisher, I'm thinking maybe the publisher from a same publishing house, probably, if they will write an endorsement, cart launch. probably I mean, not right. what happens. And I, I think, think that they right. say, yes, I will, or no, I won't. But who's saying, no, I won't? Who's saying that to your publisher? That's what I think happens, but I could be totally wrong. But I'm just like, that's my guess. What's your guess?
0: (laughs) I feel like you're not wrong. I want the world to be a better place where (laughs) truth and honesty wins out. But you're probably not wrong. So if any authors are listening to this, I kind of need you to like message us. We We need need answers.
1: Anyone who's willing to like let us behind the curtain and come on the podcast and give us the down low. Um, let's talk and we'll get you on here next week (laughs) because I want to know the answer to this. And I, yeah, I want to know the ins and outs of this because, um, it's not like, it's like I've already said, I don't care about author endorsements on whether I read a book or not, because I don't, I don't trust them. So it's not going to affect my opinion. (laughs)
0: we need we need to know we've now like unleashed a bag yeah. of words if we need answers okay do you have anything
1: else uh I had just two random things um library recommendations they always want you to recommend a book to your library um I think that that's actually legit because I think the yeah. opportunity that you have to get a book in a reader's hands is a good opportunity so I think if the library will buy it You've just given an infinite amount of people access to a book if they choose to purchase it and like someone, you know, wanders the shelves and, and is able to actually see it and grab it and check it out. So yeah, that one I, I think is legit.
0: That one is like, cause like, and even if like they don't actually buy it, like requesting it isn't hard. No. and And like, I'll only do it if I liked the book. Yeah. I'm not gonna like, request my library order books I didn't like but yeah I feel like that's a legitimate request that actually can do some good for our publicity
1: okay promotional bookmarks
0: are literal trash (laughs) (laughs) sorry it had to be said like some people have done them where like, okay, one side is actually like a pretty decorative, like Amanda Dyke's I like those. One. It was like a pretty decorative and then they had some promotional stuff on the back. But like, I feel like nine times out of ten, it's just the stock little here's a part of the cover or a picture of the cover and then some info about the book. I'm not going to use those. I don't have a place to put them, like to give them out to people. So so sorry, but they usually end up. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, yeah, I think if one side is like a legitimate bookmark and the back has like some kind of like, I don't mind it as much when they have actual like, like if it's a series and they have the other books yeah. to where like someone can see what else is there. Um, It's really annoying when they just have like, release dates and stuff because then they're out of date as soon as the release is happening and you're like what um JJ has to like print and pay for all of his bookmarks so like it's it's a sad thing to like have to have a promotional bookmark and then like know that nobody cares about it because it costs money yeah but um his are a little different because they're for middle grade and kids actually love bookmarks and they keep them. So it is a little bit different, but
0: yeah,
1: I just, I don't know. I'm kind of a bookmark snob and I'd rather (laughs) just have like a custom bookmark from Create, Explore, Read. Yeah.
0: I I have the same, like I have... I don't even remember the name of it. There's this like Etsy shop I found that like I'm obsessed with their bookmarks, and they're like all I use now. So yeah, I'm I'm a bookmark snob, and I'm not. I mean, I do like Great Explore Reads one too. I have several of those. I do like to match the bookmark to the book. So, mm-hmm. but we don't get review books in time to use the promotional bookmarks to read the book. So mm-hmm. that's moot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly, at the end of the day, I think the two things for me that sell a book more than anything are the cover and word of mouth people talking about the book. Like legit talking. Yeah. Not you nonsensing because you were asked to, but like talking about the book.
0: Yeah. Like if I see someone, like I, I do it sometimes and like I know other people do, like if they get on and they'll be like, like in their stories just talking about how much they love a book like I'm gonna pay more attention to that than their obligatory post especially if it's not a review book can't stress that enough if I know they just they didn't get a book for review and they're just honestly like I loved this book and I have to tell the world yeah then I'm like okay you're legit there's no fake here you had no no obligation to do this so I definitely pay a lot more attention and yeah you can't beat a good book cover i mean i also like the description let's we, we all know this yeah but for like catch my eye to make me check it out a good book cover goes a long way
1: <laughs> yeah it's never a waste of money if the cover is great cover
0: no but all your money in the cover and yeah. an editor and an editor we need to we need to put that caveat <laughs> All of your money should go to a cover designer and an editor.
1: I mean, I don't think you have to pay off the wazoo for an editor. I think you just need to have a good editor.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, but like the good ones usually know their worth, and so they charge more.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. JJ's indie, so I have different opinions about
0: that. That's true. So. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, Always, always make sure the cover looks good. <laughs>
1: the book needs to be clean inside and out
0: the moral of the story and the point we hope we've made
1: <laughs> yes I feel like we covered a lot of a lot of ground there's a lot we of did. things we like and a lot of things that I wouldn't say we don't like us. but I just they're don't just not us. yeah I just don't know that they're as effective as maybe some people think they are yeah I guess we can go to bed on this launch day and know that we've done a
0: good number of these things. <laughs> we have done the things. Yes. We can rest easy. Our job is partially done because there's just more launches around the corner, let's be it's honest. True. It's never a never-ending thing.
1: There's always another book to read, another launch to participate in. Um, okay. We're going to try to get our unanswerable question answered. We need any author friends who will indulge us <laughs> to answer the question or come on the podcast or do those simultaneously. So
0: we just need answers in any way we can get them.
1: We need the answers. I'm not c- going to commit to having that happen next week, but I would love to see it happen. So amazing. stay tuned. We will try to try to get that answered and Cross your fingers, everyone. Maybe it'll (laughs) happen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode.
0: You can find us on Instagram at basically bookish podcast. Hope you have a great day and we'll chat with you next time.